AK Couple of Couples is just a group of close friends living in Alaska, working through life together. Having meaningful conversations, encouraging one another, and challenging our comfort zones, all while trying not to lose our minds. From a recently retired vet, an entrepreneur, a full-time executive, and a stay-at-home mom, Tune in as we discuss living in Alaska, military life, relationships, parenting, communication, and all the things. Okay, so we're here. We made it to Alaska. For us, we made it to Anchorage. What What now? Like, what next? What are you guys thinking about once you got here? I was stoked. I was so, so excited. Like, for some reason, all the way back to basic training, when you fill out your first little dream sheet, where you think you want to live, I mean, Alaska was on my first list, I think, and there's just always been a something about the allure of Alaska where it's like the mountain. It, it's just something so far where you're like, that's like further than New York. That's further than, you know. Never crossed my mind. Never crossed my mind. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. It, when when I, I heard it. we were coming up here, I was like, uh, I did not know what to expect, right? Do you ever worry about your wife's compatibility with stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no. Not because she handled no, it. No, JP. Like, I love my wife, okay? <laughs> what if she hates it? I mean, it's going to be a miserable life. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he thought that a couple of times. As a city girl, I'll be honest with you. Not me being the city girl, my wife, right? So, No, what I'm saying is thinking about where we come from, I never thought that she would love it here as much as she does, right? Like, yes, we grew up around snow. We grew up in the cold. We but just she's really taken to it. So, I mean, I think our family has really taken to it. So, we, yeah. I mean, we love it here. Yeah, we do. We love it. It's so beautiful. I really did not understand how beautiful it would be and how much I would love it. Again, and those two months are totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> those, yeah, but I mean, is it weird to think for us, Karen, that our kids don't know anything other than? Alaska. Our I kids know. are Alaskan, born yeah. and raised. Mm -hmm. Like this is so. Di this is such a cool, fun experience for us. Our kids don't know any you different. Your youngest up. daughter, she. I mean, she moved over. She's what three? I remember the day. I yeah. remember the first she day I like ever saw you and her. I guess this is obviously that dude's wife. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shocker. <laughs> Everybody, right. this is my wife. Yeah, we assume that. <laughs> <laughs> for us, once once we got to our hotel was where are we going to live? Yes. Right, like what dun, are dun, we, dun. right, like. We had that sorted out. Karen was nesting earlier on, so Ooh. she was pregnant. Y'all remember she moved up here seven, eight months? Seven and a half months pregnant, so. That's also why she couldn't drive, and she was it's like, she had to fly when she did, because otherwise she wouldn't be able to fly till after True. the baby. Yeah. So. Uh, and it was, it was slightly terrifying, because our story is probably different than yours, because since I was super pregnant, I was adamant about finding a house before we got here. I was frantically looking, and we didn't want to live on base. And I looked online. I would look in the wee hours of the night. I would look and look, and I was having a hard time finding something in, in the price range because it, it wasn't cheap. Um, and we had friends that had moved here a couple months before us. And so I found this house and our friend's husband agreed to go look at it for me. <laughs> Who went and looked at it? So Josh. Oh, right. Yeah. I wished that Melissa could have, but she was out of state. And so... Uh, how can we gotta be? How can we gotta be Melissa? Look at it. Cause she was like, there's a trust oh, in another woman. I feel like there's totally <laughs> trust there's in another woman. There's a trust in a girl's view, another woman's view. Yeah, there was, you know, like 
it could have used some extra tender love and care and cleaning, but we committed to this house sight unseen. I mean, Whoa. I saw like some video like walkthrough and I looked at a lot of pictures, but yeah. We and committed that's not to a comment up here. I, I mean, Nomi's a, a realtor and I was a realtor. So having experience with that, like there's a lot of people that come up here sight unseen and buy a and house. Not just, buy. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, not just not rent. Just people rent. will buy yeah. sight unseen. Right. That's always right. like, that wow. That was a hot trend in Brave. America. That was a hot trend in America for a minute, too. That in the uh, waving the inspections. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Woo-hoo. Brave. Yeah. That is brave. <laughs> that is that'd brave. That would be a tough pill to swallow. But for many, they don't know that uh, Anchorage is is bigger than what it sounds. Yes. And then also smaller, right, at the same time. Like, it's such a small, tight-knit community that if something happens on one side, you feel reverberations throughout the community. Right, and that also includes uh, the valley, right? So mm-hmm. it's Wasilla and Palmer. So for us, we were brought up here w- by our job, our service commitment, you know. But you two, everywhere you've been was, you know, we go play. That's part of our lifestyle is moving to new places. We kind of know uh, we have some expectation going to new locations with the service that what we're going to get, it's going to be similar to somewhere we've been before or whatnot. But, I mean, you guys are completely moving into a new lifestyle situation region all kinds of stuff what's that like yes um different I did so much research before we got up here joined all the Facebook groups and to kind of figure out neighborhoods as Eric was saying there's like so many different neighborhoods it's so small yet it is so big I didn't realize how many different neighborhoods there were to choose from and schools and so we did not rent anything sight unseen but as soon as we came here as soon as we landed here essentially it was like the next day i think we looked at like five houses right uh right. for rent and all different so we already kind of had an idea of neighborhoods that we may have wanted to live in so we lived in the house that we rented sight unseen for a year before i decided it was not for us for the longer term <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and the then shots while in the morning, in the middle of the morning, while changing diapers. It's just <laughs> not for everybody. Not for, it was not, for not everybody. ideal. <laughs> it was not ideal, and it didn't have a, a, much of a yard. And that was something that we wanted for you know having having kids. I found a place in Eagle River that I just fell in love with, in a neighborhood I fell in love with. And as Noemi said, the Facebook group. So a, a lot of people will say that they love Eagle River and the Valley, which is the Palmer Wasilla area. Yeah. The Palmer Wasilla area is quite a drive, I would say, uh, especially more so in the winter months when the roads are rough and there's accidents and things that can make commuting not exciting and but fun. doable if you don't mind the drive. There's yeah. some really pretty properties out there. Definitely. Um, but yeah, the Valley, Eagle River, and South Anchorage, I think, are the most popular, I guess, areas that, yeah, at least that we looked at. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that? Well, I think the I think the Valley, uh, Wasilla and Palmer, are very popular for. Uh, purchasing because it is a little bit more affordable than Anchorage. I think there's also a lot more land. I there's guess more land say. out there more as well. More space. For your, more space for your money. More, yeah, more bang for your buck, I guess you can say. Right. Um, there's definitely more space. And then Eagle River is outside of the city, but close enough to base or close enough to Anchorage, mm-hmm. wherever you work. It's like um, a 20-minute drive. Yeah, it's right? like a 20-minute yeah. drive in. So, you know, you're kind of just outside of the of the city, and you kind of get the feel of, like, I can't think of the word that I'm... Like small town? Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, it's like a cute little small town feel, but mm-hmm. you're not super far from the city. 
Um, And then Anchorage, if you want to be in Anchorage, some people want to be in the city. Some people want that. And so South Anchorage has a lot. I mean, you can find everything in South Anchorage, everything, like even being in Eagle River. There are times we have to drive to South Anchorage for things. We were in South Anchorage just this morning. And it's, (laughs) I notice the, the uptick in just traffic and people move, like just the moving pieces where it's like up here in Eagle River. It's like, we don't have that. Karen's made comments where Alaska is, has a cool feeling where you're, 8 30 9 o'clock on a saturday it still feels like you're the only one awake like you're the only person out moving around that's such a crazy feeling Mm -hmm. but when we were in south when it woke up down there it it really woke up it's more industrial in the south as well they have like more industrial business you have like a very small business area district right and then you have like this very heavy industrial influence between the alaska railroad and uh, I feel like it's breweries. fun though, like King yeah. Street, the King Street, the one that you know runs down there up parallel to, but it has like the breweries, it has batting cages, yeah. it has like mm-hmm. I mean, there's some really cool stuff on that area, so it's it sneaks up on you. I mean, I, I gotta admit, when I first got up here and I saw that they had like Target and malls, <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I they was have pleasant, a Target, y'all, right? Like, I was I pleasantly was, surprised. Man. I, was really I definitely happy thought it was that. gonna be kind of barren, I didn't know yeah. that it was gonna have. As much as it has. So. Big <laughs> blowout? Is that what you're we, expecting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have two Costco's. Yes. Yeah. Two, two Targets. Yeah. yeah. So what what kind of cracked me up as well, where I got the, the sense of the small town. So I've lived in some pretty small towns uh, throughout my adulthood. And when Sonics came up here, man, you couldn't get a tater tot <laughs> in less than... <laughs> Maybe 30 to 45 minutes. Remember we went no, up it there? it was an hour. It was, it was like, like an, an hour, hour right? It was hours sure. wait. When it first opened, it was hours waiting. Like and that's, that's, a, that's in the valley, yes. so we drove out there to get, to get that. We've done it. We've made picnics out of it. Like during COVID stuff, we would do, oh, yeah. we'd do activities, and we were the van we got, we're the configured it that it has that big open space. Mm-hmm. But we would go out to the valley. We'd get some Sonic. We'd pull off in a parking spot because you couldn't get in the restaurants. You couldn't go in, you know. And it was cold out. It was, you know, seven degrees outside or something. And we <laughs> flipped up the videos and watched the movie. We had a picnic in the van and Sonic. Heck yeah. We, we were, I mean, it got to the point where we were in the drive through And I was like, Karen, this is taking forever. The kids are getting restless. I let them out of their car seats to sit in the van, sitting in the drive through And we just sat there and watched the movie. And I was like, we're going to have food soon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. It was, they did well. I mean, it was, it was. COVID was hard on everybody. It was such a crazy adjustment, but every people adapted and overcame. And but uh, luckily, we have so much outside to go to, yeah. right? So that was really cool because during that time frame, like we got in our campers and we just went out. Oh, that was the year we had the state to ourselves. Yes. Yep. Yep. That was that was a fun year. Honestly, it was a sad year. It was a rough year, but in regards to being able to explore our home, it was a great year for us as a family bonding experience. Yeah, right. I agree. I think that was that was when we fell in love with with Alaska. Do Do you have a moment like when you fell in love with Alaska? Mm, I'd have to think about that. I'm sure. I'm sure I do. I think mine would have been uh, when I first moved up here. I had some coworkers and friends that I met that had been that had lived up here for a while. And they were the adventurous kind, and so they had taken me on on side by sides or some of the machines that people drive off road up here, off road vehicles, and just some of the back country little five or ten minute, twenty minute ride around a mountain and you're like this is breathtaking like every time you come around another bend you're like 
oh my gosh. And moose playing in ponds, and you're like, that's the fourth moose I've seen. And it, it was really cool. So going out and riding, and it was just seeing how people just enjoy the outdoors here. I mean, that really, really made me fall for it. I think probably the wildlife for me. Um, it never ceases to amaze me when you actually see a moose <laughs> or you see a bear. But there have been a couple of times when, like, you're driving by, you see a moose, and you're like, oh, okay, it's a moose. And then in those moments, I'm like, this is freaking great. Like, <laughs> it's a moose. <laughs> were you surprised how big they were? Yes. yes. We haven't even seen the yes. big ones. Yes. It surprises me how big, well, bears, because I feel like from a distance – the black bears, they kind of look kind of small, but I've had to, like, slow down on a highway for them to run across in front of me, and <laughs> they're big. <laughs> yeah, so also remember that on your drive, if you're driving, there's a lot of wildlife. Always be alert. That's one thing that when I go home to, like, let's say New York or Florida or anywhere like that is – I still scan the roads like I'm looking for wildlife. And it kind of makes me laugh to myself because it's a kind of exhausting <laughs> at times when you're scanning the roads uh, for wildlife. I mean, do you still find yourself doing that? I do. Like, yeah. You're used to scanning when you're driving, you know, mm -hmm. for kids or whatever, you know, but it's like, man, if I don't see that moose, it could adversely affect my vehicle and my, you know, those are, you're hitting something pretty hard. You'd be Absolutely. going pretty fast. So it's, it's, Definitely incentive to watch out because if you're in the wrong car, that moose is going to win. Yeah. So when we were preparing to move up here, we watched a lot of Alaska shows, yeah. all the Alaska shows, and yeah. I was terrified of moose after watching the Alaska shows. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to die. Like, they show all these moose. <laughs> and like, if I hit a moose, I'm totally going to die. I, I, mean, it, I don't think it's that extreme. But moose are huge animals. They're, huge. Yep. They're easier to see in the winter. With yep. the snow is snow, definitely yeah. helpful. Where do people, in their mind, like, where do they come up with the notion that this wild animal, I should walk up to it, like, get close <laughs> to it. Like, oh, man. Doesn't human nature kick in? We're like, I should distance myself from that We could have a whole podcast wild. on... <laughs> <laughs> the times I've seen people walk up to a moose uh, and do so. We have a whole so segment about uh, tourists. We, yes. we keep popcorn in our cars just to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's, it's funny because we get, it's not even like, uh, where are these people? But it's like, these people are coming from all over the world. Right. Like we have a wide array of people coming to our state. So you're, you never know something on the, you're going to encounter on the road. This could be something where you're like, I have never seen something like this. So it's such a fun adventure up here. And like you yeah. always say, Karen, the melting pot. But this is really, truly an international place. Even for the summertime, it's... So it's I would point out, too, um, you know, when you ask about, like, when did you fall in love? It took me a little while. It's, and I think for some people that's, that is also true. And I think it wasn't until our second summer here because the honeymoon phase wore off with me fairly quickly because I missed rain from mm. living in New Mexico and then it was raining and it felt like it rained a lot the first summer that we were here. It rained the whole month of May when we moved up here. Yeah. <laughs> and the friend group that we um, locked into from, from your work and we learned to camp with, that was an amazing experience. It was weird for me at first because we were, I grew up camping. So did JP and I was used to camping when it was dark out and I didn't like that it was light out when we went camping. That was weird to me. And it's a transition yeah. where it's, you know, the midnight sun. But you're yeah. like, I'm standing out here at midnight. And the sun's up. And it's it was a weird. A campfire was different. But the second up. year after I had been here through a winter, and it was a long, dark winter, and we had the summer, 
and we could camp wherever we wanted to because we could boondock and we didn't have to camp in a campground and be quiet by a certain time or anything. The culture here is just so awesome in that sense because the summertime is held so sacred and it's so special because you, you know, you endure this long, dark winter and it's cold. And then you have this most amazing, most beautiful summer and you love the fact that the sun is up, yeah. you know, 24 seven. Yeah. I've never <laughs> met, I've never met an Alaskan that decided to leave Alaska during the summer <laughs> on purpose. Yes. <laughs> never. Not for vacation or anything. People, People from Alaska vacation in the winter. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, when sure. they leave and I, they go yeah. places. I firmly Pro believe, tip. Yeah, <laughs> I firmly believe that in a 12-month year, I mean, it's cold for like eight months. It can be, I mean, let's be honest, guys. It yes. can be cold and snowy for eight months. Yes. Summer's what, four? That's two to one. It is two to one. Our summers up here are two to one because our summers really make you forget about that hard winter. You're like, man, that wasn't as fun. But, I mean, it's, it's so beautiful up here. So great. But even in the winter, there's so much stuff to do here that I, I need to get out of my my New York shell <laughs> and actually give it a shot, right? Like ice fishing. I have been really scared to do it just because, I mean, who gets out on ice? Dude, it's to so go great. Fishing? Yeah. It's so great. I've been once. I've been a couple times with some friends we met up here. And it, dude, it's great. It's I, fun. I love Alaska, but no, thank you. I, it's not. <laughs> ice fitching does not So, like. no for Noemi. <laughs> once you, not once there you yet. dig through Noemi the ice and it's like 18 inches of ice, and you're like, I mean, what is it like? Six or eight inches of, of ice can hold a truck or some crazy stuff. And we're digging through like 18 inches of, of ice. Like, you're, it's fun. I mean, especially we, we, our kids love going to the sports stores up here because they get to climb inside all the little forts and stuff with all yeah. the little shelters. But, um, it's something, man. It's really great. The kids would love it, and it's super easy. So that's something we'll do on our bucket list because we have plenty of people. Yeah, no, I think just, you know, even in the winter months, you get outside. You have to get outside. And and when people come to visit us sometimes, they think it's odd <laughs> when we just go outside and do things. Or there's events, you know, for Rondi is the event leading up to the Iditarod, and there is a full-on fair in the middle of winter outside. And when we first moved here and our oldest was little, they had a, they have first Fridays downtown and they had burn barrels with like stuff to make s'mores. And it was freaking cold. You had little piles of wood next to the thing. <laughs> so you could add wood to your own. Yeah. It was, it was, so it was awesome. awesome. And we were like, this is so bizarre. It's so cold. Like no one will be there. No people go Everyone because goes. the whole state was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stuff to know for Ronnie's a big deal, man. It's crazy. And we'll drop those things on our Instagram and, and show pictures of that. So people could kind of get that experience as well through, through our lens in order to experience all of that, right? Like you need to work. Right. And I think a lot of people underestimate how much work there is here in Alaska and how to get those types of jobs. I know for us, JP, it was like, we got here, we had a job, so we were good to go. I think for me, I anticipated just being a stay-at-home mom as I was before we left. Our kids were little, and so it was really never a thought of mine to <clears throat> go back to work. I, I really didn't think about work, nor did I think I would love it so much here that we'd be here long enough for me to <laughs> work. Um, and then I guess, yeah, I guess about two years in or two and a half years in, I was like, yeah, I kind of do love it here, and both kids are in school, and so I want to work, and so I just decided to find real estate, mm -hmm. something that I'm like, well, if we leave, I could do this somewhere else, and, you know, 
And so that's where I'm and at. And help with people that. while you're on your journey, yeah. right? So yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. And help us because it was after it was after we bought our house. So we mm-hmm. bought our house and going through that whole process, I wish I knew more going through the process. Right. So for me it was also just about learning. So when we moved here, I took time to be a mom. Um, with our oldest and so I didn't start right away and then when I did decide to get back into the workforce um it was scary but and you know I I did feel somewhat limited in my search but then some of the opportunities um and the interviews that I was getting I felt like they were far beyond what I would probably have gotten in the lower 48 because the competition up here is just not as large. I mean, Anchorage is the largest city in Alaska and there's, you know, like roughly 300,000 people here. Um, but so certainly what you say is Alaska is the land of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> a lot and, of opportunities up here. And even someone that I used to work with, you know, we, we had a conversation before about how, you know, like you can, you can have opportunity in your career to launch into oppor- into chances that you may not have gotten in the lower 48 to, I mean, the job that I started with was far beyond what I would have ever thought I could have landed. So you're before. talking about the hiring pools, right? Maybe they're, they're smaller pools. And so it's, it's one of those jokes like, Hey, here's an entry level job must have experience. Yeah. <laughs> you good experience. So up here, Alaska is a lot of places where a lot of people cut their teeth on their experience. Um, when people come up here and they, Alaska is like, hey, we'll give you that experience so you move on from here and people mm-hmm. will move out of the state. Yeah. But there's there's a lot of chances up here because, like she said, the opportunities are plenty. Yeah. And the people that I met through working up here are just amazing. The people here are great. I think so, too. It's honestly, like, some of the best people I've met uh, throughout the country in my experience. Uh, it's just in a condensed space, right? Like, so I've met great people across the country, but just how many people... <laughs> Right, that are awesome. Well, just very neighborly. Yes, there um, you go. That's a good. That's a very good community oriented. You know, willing to help. I mean, we moved here and we felt like our neighbors were just fantastic right off the bat. I mean, people are just friendly and just. I mean, they're great. I love when I go around uh, Eagle River now, or even sometimes ang- happened in Costco the other day randomly. But I see people from my area, my neighborhood, my community. They're like, "Hey," I'm like, "Oh, hey, so and so," or like. I see this guy, I'm like, oh, man, that's so great you're here. Like, we just bump into people, and we have we have connection with people, whether former neighbors, or we just see people that, hey, I know a buddy downtown, and it's just the community connection up here is so great, and I love I love bumping into people unexpectedly in places, and it's sometimes it's a short conversation. Sometimes it's like, I've really been thinking about you, so it's it's really a great feeling to to kind of build that, that community up here. So I think yeah. it's a great, great thing. But, like, even connecting with people online, I think, Karen, you were mentioning – when you first got up here, it was like a walking group or, or something? Oh, yes. Hike It Baby. Hike It Baby. Yes. Yeah, so I found them through Facebook somehow. Uh, and that was amazing because I was terrified of the the winter coming and being dark. And I I didn't suffer from postpartum, but I was, I wanted, I was worried about that happening. And so I wanted to just launch myself into something to be active in the community and uh, with the wildlife that's out and about, I didn't want to walk by myself. I didn't know the area. And so it was a great opportunity to meet people that were familiar with the area and walk in a group. And so it it was designed for mothers with um, or uh, fathers with littles to go on hikes. 
and they would be walks like in a park locally or sometimes down um, down the Seward Highway in the mountains. I, I felt way more comfortable knowing that there's lots of loud children and people talking so that hopefully bears would be scared away. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But I learned so much from that group, uh, you know, just safety and how to dress for myself and for the littles, you know, I would layer in like pajamas with fleece on top of that with another layer, depending on how cold it was. And then, you know, like put aquifer on his face and, you know, heating pads. And those are, those are things that I would have never learned probably had I not been part of that group. So. There's, it's definitely a different style of, dressing out here (laughs) there's like casual and then there's i've heard it described as alaska casual oh (laughs) for sure it's completely different but there's a a, it's more functional over fashion yes not that we haven't tried our best to to marry the two whoa whoa. doesn't new york city get pretty cold i mean y'all deal with fashion and (laughs) function how does it differ not the it's same. way different. It's not the same. Yeah. It is Y'all colder out here. There's, yeah, but there's snow here last the whole winter. <laughs> it's not like it snows and then it goes away. And then it's not, in New York, it snows, it goes away. Right. It I snows, feel like on the East Coast, away. it gets blasted for like three days. Yeah. Right. It's like Boston gets snowed in and people's cars. And then people and don't go anywhere because there's no school. Schools are canceled. Everybody's right. in their home. That's not a thing. Out here, it's like. There are no snow days for school. So there's it's, ice days. Oh, yes. there's ice, ice days. Yep. Yeah. Ice there's is so ice dangerous. Days. Yep. Crazy. Um, but it's always cold and it's always snowy outside. Mm-hmm. So the reality is you and can't, you can't wear, wear Tim's out here. No. Your, your feet will fall Freeze. off. Oh. <laughs> right? Or you'll fall. I've you'll tried. Slip and fall. Trust me. <laughs> you just can't. You just can't. Yo. And it's not, yeah. Well, definitely. It's, it's, it's been an adventure and I've, can't wait to to keep on sharing with y'all and hearing your guys' experience and sharing that. We want to inspire others to have healthy relationships and welcome you to join our journey of navigating through life seasons where we discuss where we are, what we've experienced, and where we came from. If you want to hear and see more of us, follow us on this platform and on Instagram at AK Couple of Couples. Life is challenging enough, and we hope our experiences can inspire you and make you laugh along the way.